0: This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show.
1: It's perhaps the most tragic thing that can happen to a parent, the death of a child because of the parent's own actions. We'll talk to an expert for advice that could save a young life.
0: On average, we lose about 37 children every year. So we really want people to first of all understand that this can happen to anyone.
1: Then, tens of millions of Americans take cholesterol-lowering drugs. But the nation's most respected consumer group is raising the red flag for some patients. We'll tell you what you need to know. Statins don't benefit women quite as much as they do men. But the incidence of side effects is about the same in men and women. Those stories and more, coming up. On this edition of InfoTrack, don't go away. We'll get things started in just a moment.
0: InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.
1: Welcome back to InfoTrack. I'm Roy Mackey. Every parent wants to keep their child safe. But sadly, we all hear stories every summer about tragedies that occur in hot cars. InfoTrack's Taryn McCall is here with advice every parent of a young child needs to know. Taryn?
2: Thanks, Roy. Our guest is Jeanette Fennell. She runs a nonprofit organization called KidsAndCars.org, which lobbies for increased car safety for children. Jeanette, welcome to InfoTrack.
0: Well, I'm so happy to be here.
2: How common is this sort of thing, a tragic ending, when a child is left in a hot car?
0: Well, unfortunately, on average, we lose about 37 children every year from being caught in a hot car. They might get in on their own or be inadvertently left by a parent or knowingly left there. So it's a significant issue that doesn't even include all the children that suffer
2: permanent brain damage. But how quickly can a car become deadly in the summertime?
0: Well, a car is always dangerous, especially in the summertime. But the message we like to get out is to never leave children alone in or around vehicles. And heat is another reason not to do it. And it happens pretty quickly. In your first 10 or 15 minutes, you're going to spike as much as 20 degrees. So children don't have to be there very long to be in imminent danger.
2: Is it more common that a child is left in a car simply because a parent forgot or is it usually intentional because they're just making a quick stop so they think?
0: Well, it's very interesting that you asked that question and it really has to be kind of separated and answered in two different ways. Unfortunately, again, it's very, very common for people to think it's okay just to run in and pay for gas or drop another child off at daycare and, you know, they really, really are putting their child at risk. So that's probably done more than anything but the good news is many times it comes out okay but you are taking a big risk people come and steal your car your child could get up in their car seat be strangled in power windows and all of that the other situation is when children are inadvertently left alone in a hot vehicle and it's a very difficult issue to get people to understand And if you would really like to understand more about this issue, we worked with a writer from the Washington Post. His name is Gene Weingarten. And he wrote a fabulous, best thing that's ever been written about this topic. It's called Fatal Distraction. And you can just look it up on the Internet. It's a very good read. What his article did and why we're hopefully going to move forward on this issue is it explains how our minds work or how they let us down in this situation. There's a couple of things that are different today that we weren't faced with many years ago, and that's the fact that our children are now traveling in the backseat. They belong in the back seat. They're safest in the back seat. But you've got a situation where it can be out of sight, out of mind. If you've got a brand-new baby or a baby up to a year or 2 the rear rear-facing. Kids tend to fall asleep when you're driving with them. And if you have any child that's less than one-year-old, you know you're sleep-deprived. And you put all those things together, and it really is a recipe for disaster. So we really want people to, first of all, understand that this can happen anyone. people have this visceral reaction and they want to push it away and say, this is some stupid, druggy, alcoholic parent, and nothing could be further from the truth because the people that this has happened to are college professors, veterinarian, a NASA scientist, clergymen, a doctor, lawyer, teachers, I mean, you know, kind of the pillars of our society and the type of people that have every safety device in their home. And, you know, if you could imagine speaking with any of those parents right now, do you think they ever, in their wildest imagination, thought that there could be a chance they'd forget their child? And, and they would tell you, absolutely not.
2: What kinds of suggestions can you offer to parents to prevent something like this from happening?
0: Real simple, we just say, take a stuffed animal. We call them the baby-in-the-back stuffed animals and put it in that car seat. So as soon as you put the baby in the car seat, you take the little stuffed animal and you throw it up front, so then it's a reminder. So if the baby's in the back, the stuffed animal's up front. And if there's no stuffed animal, it must be in the car seat. So that's one of those cues, and we are very cue dependent. Another really good and strong suggestion is to put your cell phone. And that's going to save a lot of hassle in many ways. So put your cell phone, your handbag, your employee badge, your wallet, just, you know, something that you're going to need when you get to your destination. Put it on the floorboard in front of the child. And all we're doing with that is asking people to get in the habit of every time they arrive at their destination to open that back car door and just to make sure that no one or nothing's been left behind and you know after you do that for two weeks it's a habit and then you can pretty much guarantee this isn't going to happen to you or your family and then the third thing we suggest with this is that people have an ironclad policy with their child care provider that says you know I'm going to bring the baby every day at nine and pick them up at three but If for any reason the baby's not going to be there by 9, I'll call you. You know, we might be on vacation, the baby could be sick, but I'll call you and let you know. And then the deal is, if you don't have the baby and you don't have a call, the parent has given the daycare provider every conceivable number that they could call to find out and ensure the safety of that baby. I can say in upwards of 80% of these cases, that would have saved the life of a child and it's a very, very easy type of routine to institute.
2: Jeanette, these cases can be doubly tragic because in addition to the loss of their child, sometimes the parent will face criminal prosecution. What determines that? Well,
0: it's very interesting about the prosecution of these type of incidents. Every city, county, state have different laws and have different ways of you know, looking at these things. The variance in what happens is incredible. Anywhere from no charges whatsoever to a father that was charged and is in prison for 21 years. The numbers show about 60% of the time they are charged. But many times they're charged but not convicted. And, you know, you've got to look at the whole situation, and every situation is unique and different. But you have to prove intent. And it is so rare, very rare, that any parent would ever intend to kill a child. Now, there could be, you know, negligence and all sorts of other things that come to be and charges may be warranted. But again, in the lion's share of the cases, when a parent inadvertently, unknowingly, leaves a child alone in a car, they're not at least doing jail time, except for a few
2: extreme cases. Jeanette Fennell from kidsandcars.org. Thanks for sharing some important information with us. Well, thank you so much. And I'm Taryn McCall for InfoTrack.
1: Cholesterol-lowering drugs rake in some $26 billion a year. But are they right for everyone? Expert advice you can use is on the way. There's more info track coming up. Stay tuned.